The following was recorded live as part of homeschool.com's 2005 homeschooling teleconference. To order additional recordings, visit www.homeschool.com or send an email to orders at homeschool.com. Welcome, everyone, to Day 3 of homeschool.com's 2005 homeschooling teleconference. Our first guest this morning is Cynthia Kersey. Uh, Cynthia knows the secret to becoming unstoppable. In fact, she spent the last decade researching and interviewing hundreds of America's greatest achievers. In her best-selling book, Unstoppable, an audio program, she reveals their secrets and traits. Today, she's going to show us a simple process based on her latest book, Unstoppable Women, which is an excellent book, Cynthia. Thank and her you. Best, her best-selling program, The Unstoppable 30-Day Challenge, that we can apply to achieve any breakthrough goal in just 30 days. And I invited Cynthia to be here today because um, as homeschooling moms and dads, you know, we tell our children that they can achieve anything in life and any goal they set their minds to. But sometimes we get so busy parenting that we're not uh, working on our own goals and our own dreams. We're not modeling the kind of behavior that we want them to have later on in life. So I specifically asked Cynthia to come on and, and help us uh, rekindle some of our dreams and to give us this uh, method for achieving uh, excellent goals in our life. So thank you very much, Cynthia, for being here. You're welcome, Rebecca. Thank you for inviting me. So um, you're an expert on what makes people unstoppable. So how did you put the unstoppable principles to work in your own life? Well, you know, when I was growing up, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. I heard uh, one of the people is from Canton on this call. And basically, my parents uh, had two simple pieces of advice for me. And the first was that if I wanted to be successful, I needed to get a good job and I needed to marry a good man, right? Those are the two That's primary right. things. And so as I thought about what I wanted to do in my life, um, I followed my mother's advice. She'd been a secretary for 35 years. And so I got hired uh, for my first secretarial job, and literally within five months, they fired me. Really? Really. So are, are we stopping them with the real po- starting with the real powerful, uh, unstoppable past, right? <laughs> and so and then I got to my next secretarial job, and uh, after a year, I was demoted, and they cut my hours in half. And I always thought, you know, how does a person get demoted from an entry-level job? Ouch. So... You know, I, I, so I clearly didn't have to be a rocket scientist to realize that I w- wasn't going to be winning any awards in the near future for Secretary of the Year. So I got hired at Sprint Communications to become an entry-level telemarketer. And within six years, I rose to the top of the organization. I sold um, a $30 million contract. It was the Kinko's account. And while I was making good money and, you know, everything seemed perfect on the outside, I wasn't passionate about my life. And so I started the process of what I talk about in my first book on what do you really want to do? What are you, what's your purpose? What are you passionate about? And I realized something that I had known about myself for many years. Cynthia means reflector of light. And I even had that subscribed on a Bible when I was um, about 18 years old. But it wasn't until my early 30s that I got that what I love to do is to encourage people. And I'd always loved stories of unstoppable people. So literally in 1996, I decided that I wanted to write a book. I wanted to interview and really follow the strategies that I had been studying for many, many years on what enabled ordinary people to be unstoppable. So in 1996, I quit my job. I cashed in my entire life savings. We downsized our life. I got, you know, rid of, I, my husband was a builder. We sold that. We leased a house half the size, got rid of the Lexus, bought a $2,800 Volkswagen Jetta that my son was too ashamed to ride in with me. And literally with everything on the line, I began to pursue this dream that I had. And as you may know, Rebecca, when you're an unpublished author, you, nobody takes you seriously. Publishers weren't interested. Agents weren't interested. And I was having a hard time getting people to interview them for the book. 
So I literally had to make a choice that why, you know, why was I pursuing this dream? And it was that I wanted to encourage people to believe in themselves more deeply. So I had to be unstoppable. And two years and three months later, the book was published. It sold several hundred thousand copies. The average book only sells 5,000 copies in its lifetime. And my second book just came out recently, and I have the great privilege of living and really creating a life where I, you know, I get paid to encourage people for a living. And the reason that I share that is because, you know, this, my story is other people's story. And literally the way that we create unstoppable results in our lives is to continue to move forward and to create one unstoppable moment after another. Of course, when you were saying you were a secretary and you were not doing well in that, it was because that wasn't the right path for you. Right, right. I mean, my mother loved it. She loved being a secretary. She was organized. She was great. That's not me. So I didn't do very well at it. And sometimes, you know, people are in jobs that they're not, they're, they don't love and they think that's the only thing that's possible. And yet something else could completely light them up. Or they think that something's wrong with them. Right. The wrong path. They think that something's wrong with them. Yes. Some failure of theirs. So I'm glad that you had the courage to try to, to find the right path for yourself. Well, thank you. And it's been, you know, it's just hugely rewarding, as you well know, uh, to be able to do things that resonate with your spirit and that really uh, connect you and make you feel like you're making a difference in the world, which I'm very confident that the people listening to this call, you know, people who are homeschooling clearly have a purpose. And, when, you know, when you found your path, life is easier for you. It just seems to be smoother, a lot less obstacles. Uh, well, that's true. I don't know that I, w- I don't know that I would say there's a lot less obstacles, <laughs> but you're right. You're focused. Some people say, oh, you know, I want to do this job because it's going to make money. But if they're not really motivated, which is the first characteristics of an unstoppable person, if they don't have a strong enough why on why they're doing it, the obstacles will overwhelm them. It will stop them. Well, let's talk a little bit, Cynthia. Um, what does it exactly does it mean to be unstoppable? Well, you know, I've spent now, Rebecca, over 10 years interviewing and researching hundreds of unstoppable people. And the good news is they are not superhuman. They have setbacks. They get discouraged. They experience disappointment, rejection, and even failure. And yet they continue to move forward, and I think that's the best definition of what it means to be unstoppable. Having the courage to dream and to move forward in a goal that doesn't remotely look like your present circumstances, and then not letting your own fear, your own self-doubt, or your circumstances stop you. And like I said before, every step that you take forward is an unstoppable Moment and to live an unstoppable life, we just create a series of these unstoppable moments. I, I love the way you said that. I'm a big believer in role model parenting. And I know yeah. with my work with homeschool.com, it's been great for my kids to see me, you know, having a dream and having tough spots and not giving up and having the highs and the lows and the victories and the defeats and that it's that it's all okay and that it's all beautiful in its own way. And I'm glad you said that because what you're doing, what builds self confidence is overcoming obstacles. And I think parents try to protect their children from ever getting hurt or getting disappointed. And they're doing their children a huge disservice because their confidence, their children's confidence, just like our confidence grows and our self-esteem grows, every time we do something we didn't think was possible. That's so true. So it's important to let them know that, you know what, things aren't always going to work out like you anticipate. And you keep working at it, you're going to continue to get better. Well, you know, you spent over a decade researching and interviewing some of the world's greatest achievers. Mm-hmm. What is the common denominator? What makes them so successful, so unstoppable? Well, you know, in my first book, I identified uh, through this research seven characteristics of unstoppable people. And the first was that they are driven by a purpose. And I think that's a really powerful um, foundation of knowing not only what do you want, but why do you want it. And, uh, they, you know, they say that a, uh, a strong enough why can bear almost any how. 
So it's important to really get in touch with what do you want. Um, a, really, a cute story about this is Katie Kirk. When she started her career, of course, you know, she's the anchor on the Today Show. But when she started her career, she wasn't very good at it. She was horrible. And after her first on-camera interview with CNN, the president of the network called the station she was reporting from and demanded that she never be on camera again. Oh. He said she was horrible. She had a high-pitched, squeaky voice and was definitely not anchor material. Now, that wouldn't be your best day, right? <laughs> definitely worse than a bad hair day. Well, yes, exactly. But you know what? Katie loved the thrill of getting the story. She loved being a journalist. And this is something she really wanted to do. So what did she do? She went out. She hired a voice coach. She worked on her interviewing skills and projecting her voice. And nine years later, not overnight, but it was a nine-year process of her crafting that skill that enabled her to create the enormous success that she's already had in her life. Another really quick story was Anita Roddick, and I think this is a powerful story, uh, because her purpose, when she started her first store with The Body Shop, she's the founder, her purpose was to put food on the table for her kids. That's a compelling purpose. And she couldn't find anybody willing to invest money in this startup store. So she uh, got a friend to lend her $6,400. And so she went out and, you know, with the body shop with all those nice lotions, she couldn't afford the, the expensive packaging. So she went to a hospital supply store and got this inexpensive plastic urine container. (laughs) And then she and a friend hand-wrote every label because they couldn't afford the nice packaging. And then she had the audacity to ask her customers to bring the bottles back for refills when they were finished. So do you see how those are all unstoppable moments that she created because she was driven by a purpose? to be able to care for her children. Yeah, I love these stories, Cynthia. I think it's fun. We have about 30 minutes left. and I, So, uh, callers, get your uh, paper and pen out because, uh, Cynthia, if you can, uh, let's talk a little bit and help our, um, help our listeners kind of get in touch with what their goals are, discover what their goals are, and then give this, them this important process okay. whereby they can achieve. And explain to us what a breakthrough goal is, because I know that word breakthrough is very important to you. Yes. So let's okay. talk a little bit about that. Perfect. So in my Unstoppable 30-Day Challenge, the goal is to create a breakthrough in your life in 30 days. So what do I mean by breakthrough? I mean something that would either give you the greatest relief or invigoration or meaning if you could create that result in your life. So some people, a breakthrough could be to get their um, house decluttered, right, to get their office organized because that would give them the space and the energy to be able to move forward in a powerful way. Other people, you know, maybe a breakthrough could be to start exercising and maybe to lose some weight. That's a very common breakthrough goal. When you mean breakthrough, you mean it's a goal that you know you're going to achieve that's going to build your self-confidence, and now you've, you've had this success, you're going to have the courage to set maybe even bigger and bigger goals in the future. That is exactly perfect um, definition, something okay. that literally would jumpstart your life. And it may not be something that you've ever achieved in the past, so it could be you know something new, and you don't really know that, if you, that you could do it, but if you did do it, it would just give you great energy and momentum to continue to powerfully move forward and, and add other goals into your life. And I agree because sometimes we set the huge goals right. and then either we don't, can't achieve them or we don't achieve them according to some self-imposed deadline and then we give up and we think of ourselves as failures. Exactly. And you know, I'd, I'd, like to, down. I'd like to comment on that because I think that's a very important point that you made. Um, most people, you know, maybe New Year's resolutions, that's kind of a common time of the year when people assess their life and come up with new goals. Or maybe you read a book or went to a seminar. And what happens is we make this list of things that we want to change in our life. And then Monday morning comes and, you know, you, you come home to something called a life. And so your, your real concern is how do I fit sleep into my schedule, much less another thing on the to-do list. And people end up quitting very, very shortly after they start the pursuit of a new goal. And how does that impact their self-esteem and their confidence? Terrible. 
terrible. It's damage. terrible. And it sends a message to their psyche that says, I'm incompetent. I'm incapable. Especially and, if you tell well, other people about your goal and then you don't achieve it. Then you're afraid to have another goal. Exactly. Say, oh, I, we know what you did last it's time. It's the worst. It's the worst. And, and what I found and what makes this program fundamentally different from other programs that you may have gone through is that we focus on one specific goal and then take one step a day. Research proves that to create any sustaining change in your life, it's important to focus on one thing at a time. Because wouldn't you agree, even the busiest person has the time to take a single step. And I really, yes, and I really like the idea that you're focusing on one at a time and for 30 days. Right. Because it's so doable. And I know that uh, many people, like myself, especially when I was younger, I had so many goals, and I would be working on 50 of them at the same time. Yes. And then a lot of times, none of them got accomplished. And so now I'm kind of in the habit that I'll, I'll choose one and I'll put a lot of my, 80% of my attention on that one goal and then you achieve it and you build up your confidence. That is exactly what happens. And through this process, I mean, people think, oh, what can one, one step do? I, literally, I've had people create in business the best month in their five-year or ten-year history in a company, their most productive month. I've had people who started exercise programs that quit every other exercise program that they ever started engaging in before they saw results. I mean, how many people do we know that fall in that category? And yet, by doing one thing, Yes. And focusing on one step, one woman, she quit, you know, she probably quit at least 20 exercise programs. And she heard me speak and she thought, oh, I, I could commit to one thing for 30 days. And so her goal was to walk 100 miles, which would be 3.3 miles a day. That was huge for her. And yet, again, she thought that it was possible because it was one thing. So every morning she'd get up early, she listened to my CDs, which, you know, have the stories that inspire you and focus on your mindset. And do you know she finished her 100 miles in just 21 days? She was so inspired. And that one breakthrough goal changed her life because within three months, She'd lost 25 pounds. She's now an active person, and it changed her confidence and her belief and expanded uh, what was possible for her. Can you give us some um, ideas of other common 30-day goals, breakthrough goals? Uh, well, yeah, maybe some people want to, um, some people have used this with their children. So they've helped, uh, they would get a breakthrough goal for themselves and then also one for their kids. So maybe it's working on a school project. Um, one person used this with their child but wanted to raise money for a fundraiser. And uh, he had a heart condition. And she said ordinarily she would have never encouraged her son to be able to raise money. She thought, oh, there's no way. It's beyond his ability. You know, I don't want him to get rejected. But yet what she realized is that our belief determines our behavior and what the results that we create in our life. And she thought, you know, she can't be a naysayer for her child. So literally he ended up raising more money than any kid in the school. And it completely, again, changed his confidence level about what was possible. So this goal I have used from, you know, corporate executives to sales teams to stay-at-home moms to athletes. Literally you can apply this process that we're talking about today to any goal in your life. So let me make sure I understand, Cynthia. So the first step is to identify a goal that you know you can complete in 30 days. Is that right? Well, no. Yeah, thank you for that clarification. The first thing is to identify a breakthrough goal. Maybe you need to lose 25 pounds. That won't be happening in 30 days. Um, so you say, okay, I want to lose 25 pounds. And then what we would do is break it down into the how. How are you going to do it? So for the first 30 days, maybe you're going to start walking 30 minutes a day. Do you see what I'm saying? And so maybe the first 30 days you want to lose 10 pounds. In fact, why don't we use the uh, weight loss as a specific example, Cynthia, and then run us through the steps? Okay, good. So if I wanted to lose 25 pounds, the first is, you know, what do I want to accomplish and why do I want to do that? So you need to get really checked into why is this goal important for you? And I've had people tell me that, you know, they don't have the um, energy to be able to really spend time with their kids. They're unhealthy. They're concerned. My brother ended up losing 100 pounds because he, he thought, what kind of an example am I for my, ch- my children? 
And literally, his one son started getting it onto this health kick, and it made my brother feel so bad that he started really taking his own health seriously, started running, changing, changed his eating plan, and in a year, he lost 100 pounds. Wow. So do you see how the why is the motivation versus I just want to lose weight? you got to get into what is it costing you? How will you benefit? And then what is it costing you to do it? So the first step is... What do you want, right? And then the next is why do you want it? And list a, a list, make a list of reasons why it's important, just like a need erotic. Why is it important for you to make that happen? And then the third step is to identify what is the single most important step that you could need to take consistently to make that happen. Um, let me give you a real quick story from my uh, newest book, Unstoppable Women, Michelle Hoskins was a small manufacturer in Chicago. She made her great-great-great-grandmother's honey cream syrup, and she distributed it to a couple of restaurants uh, in her community. And so she got this dream that she envisioned seeing her grandma's honey cream syrup on every table in Denny's nationwide. Now, there's 1,700 restaurants. So Michelle wasn't remotely prepared to manufacture, much less distribute her great-great-great-grandmother's recipe for honey cream syrup. But what she believed was when she got the contract, she'd figure out how to do it. So her one step that she committed to was that she would call the corporate office, Denny's corporate office, every single Monday morning at 1030. She ended up talking to receptionists, secretaries, product managers, distribution, diversity, everybody. Literally, they didn't know what to do with her, but they kept taking her calls. So she'd call them Monday morning and they'd say, Michelle's on the phone. Who's going to talk to her today? <laughs> so for two years, Rebecca, Michelle called consistently every week to Denny's corporate office. And they ended up restructuring, got a new CEO, and he heard about Michelle just like everybody else in that company. And he said, why aren't we giving this woman a try? She won a $3 million contract delivering her great-great-great-grandmother's honey cream syrup to every restaurant in Denny's, all because she believed that it would happen. And do you see how her belief drove her behavior? After three or four no's, it would be easy to have a belief, gee, this isn't going to happen, Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's typically what happens. Well, if you have a dream, maybe you want to write a book or maybe you want to increase your sales or maybe you want to do a project or have a a community outreach project, whatever it is. And, and you know, we're all in sales. We're always selling our own ideas or, or things that we want to do. And literally, most people quit after somebody tells them no once. That's true. And what you get through this is no doesn't mean never. It just means next. And so being rejected is all a part of being unstoppable. And so it this is a big part that I work in my program and in my coaching is how do you develop an unstoppable belief system? And there's a process in it that I call raising your unstoppability quotient. And I'd like to very briefly go through it because it's part of this process and it will determine whether you quit once again, you give up on a goal, or whether you stay in action. Okay, now are these questions and answers that our audience can keep notes on? Absolutely. Okay, gosh, love to hear that. Yes, okay, please. good. So really, it's the step number four. Step number three is the what is the one step that you need to take, right? So Michelle's exactly. was making... Let me repeat this, Cynthia, okay. for our audience. All right. So step number one is determine what your goal is. For yeah. example, we're using the weight loss goal, so you want to lose 15 to 25 pounds. Right. Second step is determine why it's important that you want to be a good example for the kids. You want to have good eating and exercise habits. You want to look good in clothes. Uh, you want to have healthy long-term habits, something like this. Yes. And then the next one, you say, okay, what is the most important step to take to achieve this goal? Uh, is it vigorous exercise? Is yeah. Is it eating fewer calories? Is it a combination of the two? Exactly. So then you decide on that and you, and you circle it and you say, ah, okay, this is the key. Yes, and make it specific and measurable. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna work out and have my, you know, my heart rate at 150 for 30 minutes, five days a week. 
Ah, okay. So do you see how that's real specific? Or I'm going to eat twelve to fourteen hundred calories because if you just say I'm going to eat healthy, what does that mean? I could eat four thousand calories and still be eating healthy. Okay, so you might say, okay, I'm going to uh, exercise until uh, I'm breaking out of sweat, you know, of three to four days yeah. a week, and I'm going to have calorie intake of uh, two thousand calories a day. Right, and I would consider that two separate steps. So if you're if you're not consistent doing either one, we focus on the one step. So what's the most important step that in the end thirty days would really move you forward with that goal? What would it be? The the eating? Either one. You can you choose. You choose then. Okay, you would choose it. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, that's excellent. So now going into the fourth step. Right. And the fourth step is raising your unstoppability quotient. (laughs) So what that means is um, the way that I define an unstoppability quotient is your extent to which you bounce back from adversity and setbacks. And the faster you bounce back, the higher your unstoppability quotient. So, um, for example, let's say that your goal is to lose weight. And um, you've done really well, and you're on, you know, the first week you did great. You didn't deviate from your plan at all. And then one night, day seven, you go out with your girlfriends, and you have, you know, chicken wings and nachos. So the first step to raising your unstoppability quotient goes back to your ABCs. And by the way, this model was developed by Albert Ellis, who's one of the uh, leading psychologists of the 20th century. So the first step is A, adversity. And adversity is a triggering event that causes you to get discouraged or if your unstoppability quotient is low, give up. Like the nachos, you figure, oh, I've, yeah. I've been good for two weeks, but now I've blown it. I might as well just give up. Or you go in a 5,000-calorie bin. There you have it. Okay, yeah. so perfect. So you're, um, that's it, exactly it. So the first thing is the adversity is the what happened. And it's not, you don't put an interpretation to it. It's just simply what happened. I went off my eating plans and had chicken wings and nachos or whatever, right? Yeah. That's the A. B is belief. It's your evaluation. Of the adversity. It's what, what does it mean to me? You're, you're explaining what does it mean to me and why did this happen? Uh, I and mean, you're I, inter- I must be a bad person. I fell off my goal again. I'll never achieve it. Exactly. Okay. And when you, when you interpret it in, an, in a way that is disempowering, the next step is C, which is consequence. What is the, the outcome or result of an interpretation? I fell off the wagon again. I'm never going to lose weight. Yeah. What would be the outcome of that belief? That negative self-talk. Yeah, and, and are you no going to be continuing to stay in action, or are you going to be invigorated, or are you going to be depressed and want to quit? Can you give us uh, examples of some good self-talk when you follow uh, I'm gonna, uh, that's, well, that's the next step. So, oh, definitely. A is what happened. It's something, maybe, maybe you even, you know, you didn't get, you got rejected by a prospect, you didn't make your numbers at work, you failed a test, and you can use these on your kids. This is a powerful tool. Whenever you feel discouraged, whenever you get this, you know, depressed or you want to quit, this is the cycle that you unconsciously go to. Something happens, you make it mean game over, I'm not good enough, it's never going to happen, and then the consequence or the result of that is you quit. The next step is D, which is dispute. You have to dispute the belief. Now, Rebecca, what if somebody, you know, if, uh, let's say a drunk was lying in the gutter and he looked at you and said, oh, Rebecca, you're a loser, you're never going to be successful, you know, you might as well just forget it. Now, you don't know this person. He's a drunk lying in the street. Are you going to give this person's words any merit? No, you blow it off. No, and yet we tell ourselves equally or worse negative things, and we just accept it. And basically what we're telling ourselves is based on either past, things that happened in the past, or our conditioning, things that teachers, parents, friends told us, and we didn't dispute it, and we just accepted it as our truth. Yes, and we and don't even know we're saying these means. We don't even know it, but we're just believing it, right? Mm-hmm. And I call that our voice of fear versus our voice of faith. The voice of faith is that optimistic voice. The voice of fear is I'm not good enough, smart enough, don't have enough resources. So we have to dispute the belief. 
So what would be another way of looking? How can you interpret? You know, I went off my eating plan. Um, the, the what happened? How can you interpret it using your voice of faith that would powerfully enable you to move forward? That's an excellent question. What, what kind of self-talk do you give yourself? Well, okay, so how else can I interpret that? Um, so, so another way, instead of saying, you know, I'm, I'm a loser, I'm never going to lose weight, I, you know, I, I'm, I, you know, that I, I'm going to be this way forever, so let's go back and dispute it. Well, you stayed with your eating plan for seven days. Uh-huh. I did it for se- It's one meal. I can skip back on my program tomorrow morning. You know, it's one, it's one thing. Oh well, it's, it was a stoppable moment. So what? I'm committed to this. I'm getting right back on my program. And when you have that belief, do you see how different that feels? Yes, it does. And then the final step is energization. That's the new outcome that you have by disputing your belief. And I'm telling you, I, I, it's one of my favorite things in my program because if we can really get, become aware of what we tell ourselves, most people are completely unaware of why they walk around being discouraged, quitting again, feeling depressed. It's all because our voice of fear is ruling our lives. And so first off, we have to get clear on what is it, right? Start to notice. If you are even aware of what happened, you're already on your, your way to changing it. And then filling it in with an empowering belief. Now, some people might say, well, that's not true. You know, I've always, I've always, you know, it, let's say that, for example, well, I've never been consess- consistent with a weight loss. All right? Maybe that's a true statement. But is that statement and that belief, I've never been consistent in the past, is, the past, is that going to powerfully move you forward? You know, in fact, we have to be so careful what we say to ourselves and to our children because it becomes self-fulfilling prophecy. That's exactly it. So you know what they say? If nothing changes, nothing changes, right? So where we are today is a result of our belief system. So, and it all, if we want to change our results, we have to first change our beliefs. So the fact, another thing is that, okay, let's say I've never been consistent. That Susan Meehan had never been consistent in an exercise program, ever until this program. <laughs> it was the first time that she'd ever showed up consistently. So it doesn't mean no doesn't mean never or never doesn't mean never. You can change it. But you first have to give yourself a new belief that it's possible. If you don't think it's possible, it isn't going to happen. So you, if you have to rephrase it in a way that you can believe that it's possible. Exactly. Okay. It's like, okay, good. And one way to do that is to look back on two things. Number one is a success imprint. Everybody has evidence in their lives to prove that either we've been just disciplined before, really disciplined. Go back and look at your life in times when you showed up and you were consistent with something. Whether it's, you know, graduating from high school, college, you know, getting your degree, losing weight, quitting smoking, um, you know, spending time with your child, whatever it was, you were able to do something. And then there are other times in our lives when we've been complete flakes and have quit. So go back in your life and look at the times where you showed up and you were disciplined. That's a success imprint. And because you did it before, you could do it today. And the second piece is there are tons of models, which is what one of the things I love about my work is I'm able to give people models of possibility. Because Susan Meehan, who never was consistent exercising in her entire life, but the fact that she was able to do that with this program, don't you think that means that it's possible for other people who've never been consistent to finally finally be able to break through in their own life. Yes, it eliminates some of the fear because you've seen somebody else do it. Exactly. Uh, Stephanie, I want to make sure that, um, Cynthia, I want to make sure that I have the letters right. A is for adversity, B is belief, C is consequent, D is dispute, and E is... Energization. Or energy. Just keep it short. You're energized. You're energized by this new belief. Okay. This is excellent. Isn't it exciting? I mean, it sounds very simple, and I, but I'm telling you, it's so powerful, and I use it every single day. Do you? Um, what is your belief? Should you tell people what your goal is and rally a support group, or should you keep it uh, private in the beginning? Because you know there are dream killers out there. Yeah. Some people you tell your dreams to, and they're they're um, helping you, they're making you stronger, they're building you up, 
and there are some people who crush you before you even get out of the gate. Well, you know what? You are you are right on, uh, Rebecca, because it really leads me to the next point about building a support team. But first off, um, absolutely, you have to be very discerning and careful on who you share your dreams with. And make sure that you're going to share it with somebody who is going to be open and supportive. And sometimes our spouses that we love the most can be dream killers because they have fear issues that come up. Yeah, it's not about you, it's about them. When anybody ever when anybody ever starts trying to discourage you, it's really not about you, it's their own belief about what's possible. They just don't want you to be discouraged or they don't want you to get hurt or whatever. It could just be damaging for us when we're kind of fragile and we're yes, just trying something new. So that's why it's important and the other way to build your unstoppability quotient is to find a support team. People who gently hold you accountable to the process, the word that you have um, said on what you're going to do. A great example of that is Diana Nyad. Um, she had been swimming for eight years. She had um, performed in 60 grueling marathon swim competitions across uh, many of the world's most imposing lakes and oceans. And she imagined finishing her athletic career with this unfathomable adventure. And at the time, the open water record for both men and women was 60 miles. So Diana dreamed of swimming nonstop in the ocean 100 miles. Now, swimming in the ocean is really a complex undertaking because you've got not only the navigational issues with the rough waters, you've got to calculate wind currents and, and you know, maintaining glycogen levels, not to mention making sure that you're not eaten by something that's underneath you, right? <laughs> like a shark. Yeah. So <laughs> Diana knew she would need a sophisticated team to be able to do this. So she spoke with longtime um, America's Cup, America Cup uh, navigation expert Ken Gunderson, and he agreed to guide her across. And they decided to swim. She would swim from Florida to the Bahamas. Now I just was in the Bahamas with my girlfriend, and that is an hour and fifteen minute flight, and she's swimming it. So, uh, you know, so they literally, they had divers who would be diving underneath to make gently pride, you know, any, anything that looked, uh, thought that Diana looked good for lunch. They would kind of move her away and they, and literally he changed course every 15 minutes. And on that swim, Diana lost 29 pounds in two days. How's that for a weight loss program? How many? Two days. She lost 29 pounds. <laughs> and so with that duress on your body comes uncontrollable shivers, nausea, hallucinations, and even despair. And just when she felt like she couldn't take another stroke, one of her trainers that was on the little boats next to her would say just the right words to get her to take 20 more strokes. And she thought, you know, after that, when she took 20, that she could do that she could do 50 and if she could do 50 she could do 100 and Diana set the world record of 102.5 miles both for men and women and it's uh, unbeaten as of today because 51 people her team were all integral to her success and she said you know we all need someone in life's great marathon to buoy us and believe in us when the, when the inevitable waves of defeat try to knock us down. So let's use the example of the weight loss then, Cynthia. The, the step five then is uh, what type of a support team would you put together for your weight loss goal? Well, you know, it's interesting because with weight loss, I just went to a, uh, a big conference. And hands down, the biggest way, if you want to change behavior, whether it's losing weight or anything that you want to do, hands down the most effective tool is coaching and group support. So if I was going to lose weight, uh, another one way to do it is to go through my program and to get a partner, right, that you're going to be accountable to. So maybe you call each other and say you're going to walk or run every day. Or you get a walking or running partner. Or you join a weight loss program. That's why they're so effective, weight, loss, uh, weight watchers, things like that, because you have to go in and you have to weigh in and you get that group support. 
And that's one of the, the things um, that is really integral with my Unstoppable Inner Circle Challenge and the 30-Day Challenge is you're on a team, and you, you're responsible to encourage your partner. You're accountable. And what we find is that when people have that accountability, what they're able to do, you'll do sometimes things for somebody else because you said you'll do it that you won't do for yourself. And so what I recommend is that you create a structure that forces you to do what you want to do. For example, I wanted to become more active. So I literally signed up for team and training to, to train for a marathon. I, I hadn't run since college. I worked out, but I wasn't running. But I got this team. So I had somebody who I trained with during the week. I had a team of people who I trained on the weekend with. And trust me, there were times when we started getting up to 10, 12, 14, 16 miles where I'd rather have gone to the dentist and gotten a root canal than run because at least I'd be sitting in a chair. (laughs) Right? So that is a powerful strategy to be able to get a create a support team and a structure that that really makes you do and and honor your word to yourself. Even when you use those days when you don't want to. Exactly. Well, Cynthia, let's open up the call. Well, and- can I can I very quickly, I wanted to share just a couple of sources for people if they want that support. I want to make sure that I get to do oh, that. Definitely. In fact, I'm going to come back to you because we want to know more about, about you and about what we have. Would you like to do it now before we I'd rather do it now so that we have, because people might have questions about that. Oh, yes, please. Okay, please good, Tell good. us more about your books and your okay. audio program. Just very quickly, because there are resources. I know if, if, a lot of people probably work at home, especially if you're homeschooling, and sometimes it feels like, you know, you're by yourself, and maybe your goal isn't to, you know, swim 100 miles. But pursuing your dream, it's good to have support. And so we have not only um, an audio program and a book, Unstoppable and Unstoppable Women, and then I have a 30-day challenge on audio that literally gives you one principle, one story, and one action that you can take every single day. And it's got a create-your-day planner. And it's got all sorts of things. So all you have to do is go to my website, and you can check it out. It's uh, um, the Unstoppable 30-Day Challenge. But the one thing I wanted to share, which I think is important, is um, for those of you, and this isn't for everybody, but I believe that there are at least a couple of people listening to this who want some additional support. It's kind of like, have you ever joined a gym membership, and then, you know, within a couple of weeks you forgot what the inside of the gym looked like? Yes. Yeah. Well, how would it be different if you had a trainer who called you and said, okay, Rebecca, I'm here waiting for you. Can't wait to work out with you and help you achieve your goal. Would there be a difference in your level of activity? Absolutely. Right. Well, if you're like me and most people on the planet, coaching and accountability makes all the difference in the world. And so what we have, like I said, for a limited number of people, is an opportunity to work directly on a small team with me. And literally for 90 days, you get a partner, you have a weekly call, you get the product, some products that in, in um, my audio programs, I have two of those. And every single week, we have an hour call in which 10 to 12 people are on this um, team, and we're supporting each other to create this breakthrough in 90 days. So if anybody is looking for additional support, it's like the books and the tapes are like the gym membership, and it works if you work it. But for people who want some additional support, I want to encourage you to send me an email to Cynthia at Unstoppable.net. That's C-Y-N-T-H-I-A at Unstoppable, U-N-S-T-O-P-P-A-B-L-E dot net. Yes, and in the subject line, just write interview. And by the way, the interviews, I mean, it's totally, it doesn't cost anything to get interviewed. The program obviously has a cost associated. But people have told me just by going through the interview, I have awesome coaches. So you're going to get value on helping get clear on what you really want to create in your life. And we're not looking for perfect people. We're looking for people who are serious. Maybe they're sick and tired of being sick and tired of something, and they're really ready to move forward in their lives. And the reason we have an interview is because you're going to get a partner. And we want to make sure that we're going to be able to give you a partner who is equally committed to your growth. So, again, just send me an email, Cynthia at Unstoppable.net. 
and just put interview in the in the subject line and let me know the best time to reach you today or tomorrow. And my team will contact you and schedule a 20 to 30 minute interview. You know, the idea of a personal coach is a new idea too, but it sure is a neat idea because if you were an athlete, you would have a coach. And the idea of having a personal coach is that they're helping you uh, set goals and becoming your lifetime coach with the challenges in your life and, uh, and achieving your your goals and running your business and your family life and your homeschooling in a balanced way. Oh, definitely. I have coaches for everything. And, you know, research proves that for every dollar you spend on a coach, you get back $5 in productivity and performance. Really? Yes. I mean, so it's like, you know, if you really want the support, think about it. You know, I mean, it just makes sense. But so if you really want some support, if you want a team, if you want a partner, and you really want to be able to play on my team and move forward, I encourage you just to check it out. Send us an email and uh, CynthiaUnstoppable.net, and we, my team will call you today or tomorrow and get something scheduled. Oh, that's great, Cynthia. Thank you very much. I took a whole page of notes. Okay, great. You're yeah, really welcome. Excellent information. So, callers, we're going to open it up, and we have so many people on the call right now. Uh, if please mute your phone, either use the mute button on your phone or press star six. That will mute your phone. And then to unmute it, press star six again. Come on in, ask your question, and then we'll go into this quiet mode again. So everybody, uh, please press star six to mute your phone. And we're going to open up the call and take some questions and comments. Hello there. First question, please, for Cynthia Kersey, author of Unstoppable. Hi, Cynthia. Hey. My name is Mary. Hi, Mary. This is wonderful. I'm almost in tears. Oh, good. Have you done landmark education courses? You know, I have not, but I have a lot of friends who have, and I know this is very uh, consistent with their philosophy as well. Oh, you too. It's wonderful. I, I, I have done... I'm really interested in this, so I'm going to email you. Oh, good. No, I love, I love what they've done. And like I said, it's powerful and, and it's consistent with what um, their strategies and philosophy is. So if you come from Landmark, you'll resonate with this work. Yes. Thank you. Good. You're welcome. Thank you. Wonderful. Next question, please, for Cynthia Kersey. Stop, you too. Now's your chance to talk, uh, speak oh. with Cynthia yourself. You want clarification on the goal that you're working on, some advice. We have three minutes. Please go ahead and use this time. such a well-trained audience. <laughs> all in mute mode. I know. I love that. You know, can I offer one of the quick thing while we're, what, this, this is something free, and I have this thing called the Unstoppable Women Challenge. And my mission is to inspire a million women to commit to taking at least one step for one day to change their life and to make a difference in the life of another woman. And so it, just by signing the roster, you can go to unstoppablewomen.com. It's completely free. And as soon as you sign up, you get a free jumpstart kit that we email you that can help give you more information about what we've talked about today on this call, how to clarify your goals. So you get that for free. You're entered into a sweepstakes. And for every 10 women who sign up, we're scholarshipping my program to women in transition, either through emotional abuse or um, homelessness. So you're already helping another woman. So I want to encourage all of you and to tell your friends, go to unstoppablewomen.com, sign the roster, and you get all sorts of free things and you're helping somebody else at the same time. Plus, you've given us a great place to start today. You have step one, identify what your goal is. Step two, list out why it's important. Step three, uh, what is the most important step to take to achieve this goal? Pick one, you said. Right. And then that you're going to do consistently every day. And four, make yourself unstoppable. For example, remember the A, B, C, D, E. When mm -hmm. you have a setback, watch what you're saying to yourself. You know, making sure that you don't fall off the wagon completely. Dispute that negative belief if you're talking to yourself and saying mean things. <laughs> and then uh, energize yourself to get back a statement that you continually use, something that you, makes you get back on the plan. You know, nobody's perfect. And right. then uh, creating a support team, um, you know, being careful to avoid the dream killers and putting together a, a support team that's going to uh, support you and you can be accountable to. Perfect! Rebecca, you just you captured it perfectly. Oh, I'm so glad. I took notes on it, so I think it's very important and so valuable. 
And also, if you're looking for additional resources, we have free emails that we send out. Go to my website. My primary website is unstoppable.net and just check it out. And uh, at homeschool.com, too, listeners, uh, we have very active message boards at homeschool.com slash boards. Uh, you'll find uh, boards on all the different topics. That's where you chat with uh, homeschoolers from around the country, leaving messages for each other, supporting each other when you have a good, celebrating when you have a good day, and helping each other when you have a not-so-good day. Also, uh, homeschooling support groups across the country are listed at homeschool.com slash support. That's a state-by-state listing. You go and you pull down the name of your state, and you'll find the listing of homeschooling support groups in your area. So uh, I want to let you know that we are recording these calls, and I know it's awfully hard to stay on the phone four hours a day. So uh, feel free. Let us know as soon as possible, if you would, please, uh, that you're going to order the recording so we know how many to uh, make up. Feel free to share the expense with other homeschooling families and pass the CDs around. Uh, as you can hear from today's interview, they're they're just terrific, such good information, and we want as many people as possible. Uh, so uh, to order those recordings, go to homeschool.com slash pre-order, and that we will know how many copies to make up. Uh, coming up this next hour, we're going to take a 10-minute bathroom break, and then we're going to come back in and speak with Diane Flynn-Keith. She's going to uh, talk about why and how to teach your preschooler at home. And then from 1 to 2 Pacific time, we're going to visit with Joy Hakem. Uh, many are familiar with her History of Us series and her PBS series. She's going to talk about storytelling as a way to teach history and science. And then from 2 to 3, we're going to visit with Cheryl Carter, who's talking about fast and easy organization tips for homeschoolers. And I know that you're looking for this information. We ran a survey on homeschool.com with 10,000 responses. And uh, we asked them, what are your biggest concerns with homeschooling? And I thought it was going to be about an academic topic, but it isn't. It's about how to motivate the kids and how to stay organized and to organize our time. So uh, once again, please uh, join me. I'm going to open up the call. Please join me in thanking Cynthia Kersey for her time this last hour. She's given us a whole method here on uh, how to set a breakthrough goal in 30 days. She has some terrific resources and support available uh, let, you know, to, so we can be a good role model for our children. They'll see us setting goals and achieving goals and pursuing our own dreams so they know that they can be a parent and still pursue their individual dreams. So I'm going to open up the call. Please go ahead and unmute your phone so we can say goodbye and thank you to Cynthia Kersey. Cynthia, thanks so much. You've been such an inspiration to me listening to this. I, I feel like there's hope. Good. There is hope. Absolutely. And your books are available at Amazon.com. I think it was like twelve dollars. It was a great price. They yeah, it out right away. Something. Yes. It, right. Exactly. We have everything that they anybody any income level, even the free jumpstart kit on UnstoppableWomen.com will give you the tools to move forward in your life. So thank you all. God bless you and continue to be unstoppable. Thank Thanks, you. Cynthia. Bye bye.